You're listening to audio from Redemption Church of Houston. We are a people who believe that Jesus has invited everyone into his radically inclusive, world-altering way of love. That means that when we gather on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. or in homes throughout the week, you are welcome here. Regardless of your social status, gender, race, sexual orientation, or politics, we want you to fully and actually join, grow, worship, and serve with us. Whoever you are, whatever you've done, Jesus invites you into his radical love just the way you are. And so do we. I love the rowdiness of this service. Um, so uh, kids are unruly and uncontrollable and unpredictable and perfect for a Christmas service. So uh, let them do as they please. Um, let me ask all you kids here this morning. Um, you know that on Christmas we're celebrating the birth of Jesus, right? So in a sense, tomorrow is God's birthday. What do you think God wants for his birthday? Any guess? Love? That's a great guess. What else? Joy. I like that one. Anything else? Yeah, people to be giving? Yeah, people to love? Yeah. So um, I think the older I get, the sappier I get. Um, I don't know if that's just softening of age or if it's like having my own kids or if it's um, reevaluating what's important in life. Um, but I've come to really love birthdays. And what I hope happens on every birthday of the people that I'm close to is that they feel like really loved, right? So these things that all you kids said, I bet God wants us to be loving. I, want, I bet he wants our joy. I bet he wants us to love him. Like the, these are absolutely right. Um, and these are kind of what we want everybody to know and experience on their birthdays. So the fun thing about Christmas Eve being on a Sunday is every Sunday, we want those things to be true. Every Sunday, we want there to be joy and love and us to give God our gifts and us to be aware of him. We, we want these things. And yet this of all Sundays is the day to simply make it about God. So how do you think we should do that? Chantal helpfully read for us from Zephaniah 3, but how about we read a more traditional Christmas story as well? Now, Zephaniah told us about these expectations of what's God's birthday going to look like. What's it going to look like when God actually shows up? He's going to be a victorious warrior. There will be shouts of joy. And then here in the Gospel of Luke is what we hear about God's actual birthday. Now in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken 
while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David. He went up in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant with their first child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, Jesus, and she wrapped him in cloths and she laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. Okay, kids, here's here's what I need you to repeat, and then we'll finish reading the Christmas story. Um, Good news of great joy. Okay, say with me, good news of great joy. Good news of great joy. So the Christmas story is about good news of great joy, which is for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now, this will be a sign, the angel tells the shepherds. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. A manger is what animals eat out of. Suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly angels praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So the shepherds came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told to them about this child by the angels. And everyone who heard it wondered at the things which was told to them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart." The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen just had been told to them. Okay, so the Christmas story is Mary and Joseph are out of town on a trip. She's pregnant. She gives birth at an unexpected time. There are shepherds out in the fields. Suddenly there's angels who are shouting. Suddenly there's a chorus of angels singing. They tell the shepherds, go find your God. Go find your Christ. Go find the one who has been sent to save you. He's a baby. And they show up and they find, just had been told, A baby. Now, if I'm going to focus on anything 
this Christmas, this birthday of God's, I think I'm going to focus on the fact that the actual God who made all things, who made you and me, who helps us breathe every time we breathe, who helps us think, who helps our brains work, every thought we think, that God became human. More than that, that God didn't just become human, that God became a baby. Now, I'm a little sappy this year because I have a six-month-old baby here. One of the beautiful things about having a baby is seeing my friends be more emotionally mature than I am and just like snatch up the baby. I mean, those who know him well enough to. Um, but snatch him up and hold him because that's what babies are made for is to hold and adore and snuggle and smile over. Yeah, and poop and cry and all the other things too. But, but first and foremost, babies are dependent beings who are needy for our love. And our God became a dependent being needy for our love. And all he needed on that first birthday not really first birthday, but zeroth birthday, we count weird. But on that first birthday, all that our God needed was to be held. Like my five-year-old here, whom I still love and so enjoy holding because he does this, and this is all he needs. Now, Kids, let me tell you a couple things about God becoming a baby. God becoming a baby is not in spite of the fact that God is God. When we ask, what do you think God is like? Somebody like Zephaniah would have said, our God is like a victorious and violent warrior. Which is partially true, but it's true in a very surprising way. It's true in a way that sometimes makes it seem very untrue. Is our God like a violent warrior? Not exactly. Our God was most fully revealed to us in Jesus. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. If you want to know the heart of God, the depths of God, the profundity of God, the immensity of God, the infinitude of God, look at Jesus. All of the power of God, all of the glory of God, all of the plans of God for the history of the world are wrapped up in God becoming a baby. Not a violent warrior, but one whom we're meant to snuggle and love and hold. Our God is one to hold, to adore, to sniff, and to enjoy. This is God's glory. Now, if God became a baby and our job is simply to hold and adore, to enjoy and to love, then this is our calling this Christmas. What does God want this Christmas? He wants to be loved and to be adored in a healing, 
and simple and powerful way. When we hold these innocent ones, when we hold these wonderful gifts from God, as we wait and take in the moment and feel them, it gives us joy, gives us endorphins, and it does something deep in our souls. It heals our hearts. It takes us back to our true humanity. And this is what God wants from you and for you this Christmas. God's calling on your life this Christmas, whoever you are, whatever your background is, however you came in here this morning, our God became a baby because our God is love and love is the ultimate plan and goal and ultimate good of our world. Now, finally, if our God became a baby, then whatever else happens this Christmas season, whether this is a hard Christmas season and a sad Christmas season and a grief-filled Christmas season, like in ways it is for me, um, if it's a Christmas season of disappointment, of unmet expectations, of challenges, of fights, of broken relationships, regardless of what your Christmas season is. Kids, if this Christmas season you don't get, I don't know, the VR headset you asked for because you are not getting it. (laughs) Here's the fantastic news. Remember what the angels said to the shepherds? He brought them Good news of great joy. The good news and great joy is that our God is a vulnerable God, a God to be held and adored and enjoyed. And in all of that is his power and his plan and his closeness to you. This is so simple and so healing and so profound. And I hope that you love Christmas in general And I hope that it helps you love this Christmas in particular because this is good news and great joy for absolutely all of us, even me and even you. Let's pray. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about us, get coffee with a pastor or visit us on a Sunday, then go to redemptionhou.com. Please know today that you are fully loved and fully accepted just the way you are. We hope to hear from you soon.